Hello, my dear church boys, and welcome back to St. Robert's Day Game Podcast. On this episode, my favorite topic, my favorite girls, the Russian girls. We'll talk about the differences in meeting, seducing, and dating Russian girls. How is that different from from all the other girls around the world that I've met? And this is a podcast I recorded with James Tusk for his podcast, but... uh, I'm cross-posting this for my audience as well. And this podcast episode is coming to you from uh, Puerto Escondido, Mexico, where I'm right now sitting maybe 20 meters from the ocean in a beautiful beach bar. So the little background noise you're hearing could be waves, waves uh, crashing in in the rocks on the beach or music from the beach bar or maybe some dogs barking but there is a reason i decided to publish the podcast episode about russian girls because we recorded three podcast episodes at once and the reason to do that is very soon i'm going back to europe from mexico i've been in mexico for the last I don't know, around three months now. I'm, I'm going back to Playa del Carmen in a few days to do the last coachings in, in Mexico. And then I'm boarding a plane and heading to Serbia. I'm going to the place that in a way scares me, but in a way inspires me so much. I was there one and a half years ago. It was my first uh, long-term day game trip where I went for a month. And it was just unbelievable. The hotness there was next level. I had never seen anything like that in the world. I still haven't seen anything like that in the world. I'm going back. That being said, it isn't like day gaming in Prague. It isn't like day gaming in Poland or, or Playa del Carmen. Yeah, those places are easy. Yeah, whereas Serbia is the expert mode. It's a city that's much harder for day game. Is it a good city to learn day game? It's a tricky question. There are two environments that are good for, that, that you can learn day game. You can go to an easy city like Prague or Poland or Playa del Carmen, whatever. There are many options, yeah? And you can go to a harder city like a city in Russia or maybe New York City or somewhere in Serbia. And let me explain you the differences. This is important if you're thinking about getting coaching ever in your life. If you go to an easier city, uh, then what happens is girls are more receptive to day game and you get to practice all parts of your sets. You get to practice the stop, you get to practice your pre-opener, your opener, your stacking, you get to practice storytelling because she gives you the topic and and boom, you can chat about the topic, you get to practice everything making challenging her making her qualifying number closing then going on dates yeah and it's all it's not easy it's not easy in almost any city in the world yeah well there are some cities that are easier but the, the big thing in easier cities is you get to practice all parts of the sets and then regardless of where you're from easier or harder city you go back to your city and what do you have to do you just have to kind of level up your game uh, a little bit to kind of get it to the level of the city you're in and if you're in New York or, or another tougher city then well you can learn in an easier city go back and, and you'll still be fine well what if you go to what if you learn day game in a harder city in, a, in, a, in some places in, in Russia in Belgrade or, or in New York City day game is much tougher there you'll get many many blowouts especially when you're learning so it is mentally 
harder when, when girls just look at you uh, as if you didn't exist and just walked around you. Uh, so to get, but, and then it comes down to your approach towards rejection. Are you gonna, like a, like a dog that's, that's being punished, like tail between the legs and run away and like cry in the corner? Or are you gonna understand, mm, there are mistakes in my stop, I must polish my stop, it has to be better. And when you polish your stop, when you polish your open, when you polish whatever you do in day game, your results get better. So, the, the good part of learning day game in a city that is tougher, once you learn it there, that shit will work anywhere. You can travel wherever you want and it will be really, it will seem easy for you to day game in most other places. I learned day game in Riga. I don't consider Riga the easiest city for day game, but it's not, it's not like Belgrade either. But when I went to, to other places, when I went to Poland, when I went to Prague, when I went even to London, to me, day gaming there seemed so easy because I learned in Riga. I learned with many girls that have Russian heritage and I loved my learning. I had so many adventures and crazy experiences. It was amazing. So you can choose whether you want to learn in an easier environment or the harder environment. Well, and why I'm telling this and why I'm publishing exactly this recording is that I'm going to Serbia. So I will be taking a few students in Serbia in March and uh, I'll be taking a few students in Serbia in April. I'm not saying I'm going to be in, April, in, in Serbia all of the time. Most probably not. Most likely I'll travel around. I'll go to other cities in Serbia. I'll explain, explore Serbian nature, etc, etc, etc. But there will be coaching spots finally available in Europe. The good news about Serbia, it's really easy to travel to Serbia. There are flights from most big cities in Europe and all you need to get in Serbia is a PCR test. That's it. It's, it's really, really cheap. Airbnbs are cheap. Um, if you are not experienced in day game, I've said this many, many times. If you're not experienced in day game, if you haven't had like maybe 10, maybe even 20 lays, don't go to Serbia. You'll get destroyed but if you're going there to learn and to get coaching then i've coached several guys there i love the city uh, i want to go there to learn i want to go there to coach and if you learn day game there then after that you go back to your own city it will seem like your city is super easy for day game serbian girls in a way are similar to russian girls but they are like russian girls squared they're even more traditional even stronger frame and but even more beautiful the hotness there is just unfucking believable that being said this summer i will be going to russia i will be spending a month in a beautiful nice city in russia but I'll tell you more about it when it when it uh, approaches. With all of this being said, the last announcement I, I want to make is, guys, you know that my podcast and YouTube channel uh, are like the mainstream stuff where I publish all the all the content, and it's for the, like the casual follower. But if you want to know what's going on behind the scenes, what are the ideas we're we're talking about, what are the day game trips we're taking what adventures we're going on that, that you can join if you want and uh, basically all the behinds, behind the scenes and in-depth stuff then all of that stuff is happening in our day game church telegram group chat and some of the stuff a lot of the stuff makes it also to the mailing list especially the upcoming trips because i only announce the upcoming trips the cities to public a month or a few weeks after everyone on the group chat and mailing list already knew. If you're only listening to the podcast and if you're not on a mailing list, then I can tell you, you are only finding out about Serbia now 
whereas many other guys have actually known about this for a while. So go to my mailing, go to my website, St. Robert.blog, it is strobert.blog and sign up for the mailing list. And in the mailing list, you will, in, in, the, in the welcome email, you will receive an invitation link to join the group chat. Click that link, join the group chat and know what's actually going on in our community. With all of this being said, let's get down to the topic of dating Russian girls. Let's go. Russian girls. Right, okay, cool. Let me just... Uh, starting recording. Hola, chicos. We are back. I'm with the Mr. Mr. The Innocent Church Mouse, St. Robert. Um, he <laughs> is still in Mexico, pretending he's going to leave, but he's still sitting here drinking micheladas and eating churros, getting very fat, not working out. I can see his beautiful body is, 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 is not the shape it used to be in. What are we going to do about that, St. Robert? We're going to do a lot of day game as soon as I get back to Europe. We're going to walk <laughs> two hours a day chasing and chasing and chasing the beautiful girls of, of uh, Balkans. That's what we're fucking going to do, man. And lots of cock push-ups as well, which everyone knows is the best type of exercise. Uh, I, I, I do them daily. I do them daily. I do them daily. Do you? Fuck me. That's impressive. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Nice I'm still, uh, I'm still in Rio. Um, I will be traveling around bits of Brazil, and you're going to see that stuff coming at you on the YouTube channel in the next few weeks. But for now, still in Rio. And today we're going to be talking about a an interesting topic, which probably we could go on for hours, but we'll try and keep it um, to not, you know, crazy, crazy Bible length movie style Passion of the Christ uh, film time, which is uh, we're going to be discussing the nuances of Russian women. Now, obviously, this is a vast topic, and we don't expect to be able to cover everything on this, but what we're going to try and do is, is interlace some cool anecdotes about our experience with Russian women um, alongside some practical tips for if you do uh, decide to head to Russia um, or if you come across um, or you deliberately travel to places with high proportions of Russian women. So Turkey, for example, Antalya, there's a lot of Russian women. There's a lot of Russian women in Miami. There's a lot of Russian women in um, Thailand, there's, particularly Phuket, where I was there recently, about six months ago, and there's a place called Kata Beach, where the menus, there's so many Russians, the menus are either in Thai or Russian. They don't even bother with English, which is fascinating for me. Um, but yeah, what would be, you know, to kickstart um, Russian, you know, talking about Russian women, what's your experience with Russian women, Robert? Um... They usually say, da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. Нет, 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 да, да, да. Я люблю твой член. It means I love your dick. <laughs> so how do you, first of all, is it normal for, you're originally Latvian, right? So is it normal for most Latvians to, to speak Russian? Is that why you speak it or did you do, did you learn it separately on the side? Old geezers like me, old geezers yeah. like me usually speak Russian. I'm 33 years old, and uh, people my age, even, <coughs> Latvian, even Latvians, they they do typically speak Russian, most of them. And people younger that think people younger than me, no, like almost no one speaks Russian, unless they have Russian heritage and they grew up either in Russian family or a mixed family. So being a Latvian that speaks Russian is great because when I meet Russian girls somewhere, I am abroad not in russia when i right. meet them there uh me being a foreigner that mm -hmm. speaks russian is 
I don't know why, but it adds this great value to me. Well, it's obvious it's, why. I mean, it's I obvious why, right? Well, I have a feeling that if I was a Russian guy speaking Russian, it would be less interesting for them. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm no, a foreigner that speaks Russian, so that's course. really interesting for them. Sexual market, basic sexual market economics, right? You're yeah, but there, there, is, there, is a, there is a little trick about it. I never tell them I speak Russian. If, okay. they, if, if their Russian is, if their English is incredibly bad, but they understand it, I will say, oh, like you can speak Russian. I understand it. I just don't speak it too much. So when we will do the set where I'm speaking English, they're speaking Russian for one reason. Uh, I'm not giving up the language frame part, like the frame part of language, and they still have to work hard to either try to speak in English or try to understand what I'm saying in English. So they have to do the work. And then when I'm closing, only when I'm closing, after I take the number, I will start speak, speaking Russian as a reward for her hard work during the set. I like it. It's good. Yeah, I mean, my Portuguese is, is pretty decent now. Um, so I'm in Brazil and I will never speak Portuguese unless <coughs> she doesn't speak a word of English and then I'll switch. Exactly. Uh, but exactly. I, That's, but I'll, yeah. I'll also do what you do, which is um, at the end of the conversation as a reward for her investment, because she's obviously investing more because she's speaking in a foreign language. I will then throw in some Portuguese to show that I'm not just this like idiot sex tourist, to show that I have an interest in the culture and understanding of stuff. And it really, really adds value and it really helps secure the number in my experience. Um, so what are, what are I, mean, I, I guess, yeah, for, uh, I mean, there's many ways we could kind of run through stuff, but what are, maybe we could just run through some, through some key points for, for gaming Russian women, your experience of gaming them. I've, I've been to St. Petersburg, I've been to Moscow. So I think actually going to a place like this as a foreign guy, you have more value because you stand out. But maybe let's just talk about if you are meeting Russian women, you come across a Russian girl abroad. Are there differences in behavior or the differences to the approach guys should be looking at? And that's maybe yeah. there. Yeah. So a lot of guys, when they meet Russian girls, they will say, oh, my God, like she was so bitchy. She was so this, so that. And it would be very hard for them to sleep with the girl. And they would go on at least three dates to sleep with them. Right. Uh, which is what a lot of guys say. Uh, and uh, I've heard about so many of those experiences. And then I was thinking, wait, me and Russian girls, for me, yes, they, they, they are like that. They do a lot of things that, that maybe guys don't like. Uh, but for me, it has never been the experience where I have to go on a lot of dates with them. It's, it's usually the first date and, and it's done. I mean, it's usually first date lays. It's, it's a lot of same delays with Russian girls or same day delays. And I have the friend or like another day gamer I know from London who used to go to Russia for a game. And I asked him uh, and he was very successful there. And I asked him, listen, dude, like you have good results in Russia and I have very good results with Russian girls. So what do you think is the thing? Why are guys saying that Russian girls are so hard to game? Is it mm -hmm. because they are hard to game or is it because those guys have bad game? And he instantly said, oh, yeah, those guys have terrible game. Russian girls are great. Yeah. And I think that's the first lesson guys have to understand that mostly, apart from some few exceptions, there aren't easy or hard girls to game. Uh, that's the wrong way to look at it. The question is, do you need better, good game to, to sleep with them? Or is just walking, running up to a girl saying, uh, hey, you're cute and then teasing a little bit, all you need, and then you can kind of chit chat. That works for a lot of 
for a lot of nationalities and for a lot of countries, but it does not work for Russian girls. For Russian girls, you need tight game, you need to be able to hold your frame, you need to be able to deal with frame tests very well and all of those things. And if you cannot do that, they will destroy you. You will buy them things, you will take them to restaurants, you will wait for countless days before you sleep with them. But if you can do that, well, let me tell you a short story about my experience in Prague. Uh, okay. Prague has a lot of, lot of tourists uh, from Russia and a lot of girls, Russian girls that have moved there. So I, mo I met this 23, 24 year old Russian girl who moved the, uh, wait, sugar. I, I'm writing down about Russian sugar babies uh, that, that we have to talk about a bit later because it's, it's an important part of, of Russian culture when it comes to girls. So anyways, I meet this girl and we go on this date and, and I, and she puts all up all of these frame tests and like she has the, the strongest frame, but but she Russian girls are also very, very submissive. So if you have a strong frame, you can you can really dominate them really, really easily. Uh -huh. And so we're at my place with this girl and she just wouldn't go for like she might go for like a kiss here, a kiss there, but but nothing serious, nothing big. Like she wouldn't go for delay. And then I would just at one point I would sit on the sofa and she would sit next to me, would say, stand the fuck up. She would stand up and say, stay in front of me, uh, uh, get down on your knees with back to me. And she would like get down there is like, take off your top, take off your bra. And I would like go like really dominant style. And, and she would go up to a certain point, but she didn't take the bra. Off. And as, as soon as she doesn't do that, I stand up and I ignore her completely for like five, 10 minutes. I do a complete freeze out. Uh, five minutes, like ten, five, ten minutes later, I come back and I restart the same thing. Is like get, get up, stand up, get in, get, get on, get on your, get on your knees, take your top off, take your bath, off, let's go. But take her to another room. Uh, I just basically command her to be in front of me on her knees. I just and I, I told her step by step all the explicit things that I'm not going to mention on, on, on your podcast. But I gave her very, very step by step instructions what exactly she should be doing and how should how should she be handling all, all, all the all the stuff and and the same chick uh, wanted gifts when I was coming back from USA and, and I, I I tried to agree and amplify and turn it into a joke but she was very explicit that she wants uh, expensive gifts and I never saw her again but uh, we had a beautiful experience with her never had never having done anything submissive uh, she submitted fully on, on that day, even though she wasn't down for it in the beginning. So that's the beauty of Russian girls. If you don't know how to handle them, you will be buying gifts. You will be taking them to restaurants and, and waiting for dates. But but if you know what you're doing, you'll sleep with them on the first date. And, and they are actually, they are, they are really crazy. Uh, they are, they are really crazy sexually. So that's yeah. the big thing about Russian girls. Yeah, I think you make a good point, which is if in doubt, lead. So even if you don't think your game's really up to much, just just really polarized, you know, masculine polarization, try and lead, 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 because they want to sit in that feminine role, but they will test the fuck out of you to see if you, you warrant that role. So I think that's a key point. Um, I've met a number of Russian girls on holiday. I've met a few in Thailand. I've met a few in Budvar in Montenegro. I've met a few in Turkey. And actually, I find that when they're traveling around, um, you know, they're outside of their, their home country that most of them are actually pretty up for meeting guys. You know, they're on tour. They want to have some fun. Um, usually if they're on their own, which you find a surprising number of Russian women traveling on their own, they're very open to, to being dated straight away. 
because they get bored, right? And they want male company and they want to practice their English. And they, so I, I agree with you. I think there's a complete myth. I don't know who fucking came up with this. Probably some of these like quote unquote expert armchair guru, you know, pickup guys. But, you know, I agree. In my experience of Russian women, it's not been hard to sleep with them at all. Um, so obviously you're going to find some who are more reserved, but my general experience of meeting them outside of Russia has been, yeah, they're pretty up for it. They're pretty, pretty, pretty game on. And um, I, I don't know where this myth of like having to go on five dates with a Russian girl came from, other than it's just a standard internet fools, you know, who just sit on Reddit all day and, and commenting. And these are exactly the same guys you shouldn't be listening to. Because anyone who has hours each day to be spending writing about stuff you know, to do with game probably isn't actually doing much game. So, yeah, don't listen to those fools. Listen to me and some brother in the sense that if it is a Russian girl, don't start thinking it's going to take you extra time. Go for it as normal, like really push the, push the boundaries. It sounds like there's heavy rain where you are, man. Is everything okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's like they're washing some dishes. I'm in a, I'm in a beach bar overlooking uh, Pacific Ocean. Now it's better. I think it's when, uh, you, when you stop talking, it can be a bit loud sometimes, but it's okay. Uh, yeah, like Skype does this weird thing where it, it makes sure you hear everything, so it adjusts the volume of the call. It's, it sometimes can like fuck with recordings a little bit. Yeah. Um, what are the other nuances guys should, should know about that, or what are the other key mistakes guys are thinking when it comes to key, key mistakes is guys learn day game in easier places uh, like uh, UK, like London, or they learn in Poland, or they maybe learn in Czech Republic, or maybe somewhere in the US, and, and most of those places are much easier to get results in than... than uh, than with Russians, so they think they have good game, whereas in reality they have pretty average game, and that's all they need for those locations. But for for Russian girls, in in many cases you need very very tight game. So the biggest misconception is guys think. Unfortunately, I know it sounds like a douchebag thing to say, but they think they're better than they are if it comes to really to really Russian girls. Uh, and I actually think. Oh, one big thing guys have to take into consideration is the sugar sugar baby culture of Russians. Whether you are dealing with someone who's extremely hot and they know their value. Well, that's just before we jump into that. Have you got any specifics? Like I know we, we both said, like, don't treat girls differently just because they're from Russia. But mm. would there be any specifics that you'd recommend guys that they, they do need to change slightly during the initial conversation or during the actual date itself? Well, let's start with a conversation. Are there any different nuances uh, for the day game conversation? Um, they will have to deal with frame tests a lot. They will test you. What do you want? Why are you here? This happens all the time. And unless you can deal with that very, very well, you're, you're just going to fail pretty hard. So get used to dealing with, uh, with frame tests. That, that's super important. So that's in a conversation. Uh, they call it the Russian minute, don't they? Like some guys, uh, and uh, yeah, I think but it's usually... true. I think it's like, in my experience, they are a bit frosty at the beginning, even if they are outside Russia and they're, you know, they're, you know, in a different country and they're more open to meeting people. Russian women, naturally, culturally, if you don't speak Russian, I think they they uh, they're a bit distrustful, or not even if you don't speak Russian, just the the country is culturally like you don't talk to strangers that much at the beginning. So they yeah. are going to find it slightly, slightly strange, like a full-on proper day game uh, London front stop, and then you're giving her a compliment. They're going to like it because they love masculine men and they love to sit in that feminine role, but they're going to 
They're going to look a bit strangely at you to begin with for the first minute or two minutes in my experience. They're going to look a bit serious. They're going to really test you. They're not, there's a brilliant infield of me actually in London outside Liverpool Street Station speaking to quite a hot Russian girl with orange hair. I'll link it beneath this video, but she basically gives me nothing for the first four minutes. She starts to then smile and then eventually just starts opening up. But it takes like four minutes of me just chilling, not being reactive, answering, just keep going. And then she opens up. But that is quite normal. So I, I guess my, my one tip before you go into any nuances you have, Robert, would be just keep going at the beginning. Even if she's not giving you much, just keep speaking. Um, because if she's standing in front of you, as far as I'm concerned, she's interested. Um, and yeah, just keep going and expect her to take a little bit longer to warm up, maybe than some other nationalities, like a Brazilian. Straight away, she's super friendly. Or a Colombian, she's pretty friendly. Or a Mexican, they're pretty friendly. Russians, they not like that. They're culturally a little bit more cold and a bit more close, and they just may, may take slightly longer to thaw out and warm up. Yeah, definitely. And uh, what I've noticed is they, they give you like, you will open strong and they will like it. And then they will give you like a minute or two right. where they would kind of see, okay, what this guy has to offer. What, what, is, what is his game like? And they'll kind of look at you and like you deliver your material. And, and if your game is good, they will then slowly open up. And if it's shit, they'll just say, oh, I got to go and they'll leave. So you cannot freestyle. You really need to focus on structure in the beginning of a, of a set with a, with a Russian girl. So that's really, really important. Use that minute, like have really, really tight game in that in during the, the first minutes. Don't don't relax. And even when they hook and they become super friendly, super nice, uh, there is a point usually when they start testing you. In my case, I've noticed it's towards the end of the set when they're like really like you already. But then like before you close or, or they'll like start kind of they'll start to test you a little bit again or sometimes not like it's like 50 50, sometimes in the beginning, sometimes later. But uh, really, really have tight game in the beginning of a set. That's super, super important with Russian girls. Damn, it's windy. I hope it doesn't fuck up the audio of this conversation. What do you mean? I'm just saying it's windy here. It's starting. Oh, it's windy. You know, I can't becoming... hear anything in the background. It's all good. Um, one yeah. thing I would add, if you, if you meet a Russian girl on holiday, uh, which has happened to me a number of times in different countries, and she's on her own, and she's just kind of dawdling around, around doing nothing, Go for the instant date. Russian women love One, the seduction process. Yes, 100% oh, oh, go, go for an instant date. Yeah. I've had so because many they love, they love the dating process. Just... Yeah, they, yeah they, love, they love the dating process. And even if you're a newbie and you end up going on like dates with Russian girls that go nowhere, you'll find actually it's quite easy to go on instant dates and dates with Russians. It doesn't mean you're going to bang them if you don't know what you're doing. But oh, yeah, no. they love, they no, love no. that dating process. So they love the whole like... You know, getting to know a guy over a few days and having that like kind of holiday whirlwind romance. So, yeah, hundred percent. If you meet a Russian girl who's on her own, um, you know, in a different country, go for the instant day. Always go for the instant day. Um, uh, like you said, it doesn't mean you're gonna get laid, but it, it probably means you're gonna pay for a lot of drinks if you don't know what you're doing. Because <laughs> they, they will see, they will make it seem that it's going well. Uh, but yeah, the rule is you'll in general pay for the drinks. Don't expect Russians to pay for their drinks. They're they come. It's a very different culture. It's not typical for Russian girls to pay for their own drinks, and and that's kind of how it works. Uh, and and when you travel, you have to understand. You have to know which part of the world the girl is coming from and what's kind of the thing there. You you can't expect 
the Russians to pay for their dreams. No, it's not going to happen. I completely agree, and and I, I learned that experience actually from a couple of Ukrainians who are obviously culturally very similar. But in the early days, you know, when I was not knowing what I was doing, and it's like you know these, these idiots online going, "Oh man, it's beta for for you to pay for the girls' drinks. You can't do it." It's like it's no, it's not. Ukraine, if you don't fucking pay for a drink, she'll just walk out of the fucking bar. She'll think you're a fucking retard. You know, it's not about being beta. It's about just understanding the fucking culture. You take a girl out, you fucking pay. If you're stupid enough to take her to a five-star hotel for a drink, then that's your own fault. You know, but you can take her somewhere cheap and cheerful. That's fine. You know, it doesn't matter. No, dude, I, I, I take girls to the most disgusting dive bars I can find. Honestly, like my last menu will be a disgusting dive bar. Yeah, like you right. can't even imagine like the level of bars I took girls in Oaxaca City. It was just, it was a shithole, and it still worked. Like I fingered Peruvian girl in a fucking bar at the table, empty bar, no one else but us and employees. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking. Um, so yeah. on your fingers. Um, what about the dating process for Russian women? So we've kind of naturally led into that. Are there any nuances guys should be looking to do on a date? instant date or a date itself that's different because the girl is Russian? Yes, uh, the big thing is the Russian girls will open up slowly on a date. So you might be in venue one and you might be trying to do like the socially acceptable physical escalation, like check out her tattoos, maybe, maybe earrings, maybe some accessories. And as you touch her, she will very, they will very often just pull her hand away and like, Ex explicitly show that they don't like to be touched. It's too early. Uh, and, and this will happen a lot during the first venue, whereas by the time, you, time you're in second venue, it's fine. And then two hours later, you're having sex. So they will act like good girls. And when you want, they will open up slow. Sometimes they'll be shy. It will be harder to get the conversation going. And that's fine. It's, it's our job as guys to, to get the conversation going, to, to, to lead, to, to, to find the next topic, to find a way to open, to, to, to help her open up. And if you, strug if you struggle and, and you have tried several topics that normally work for every other girl, but for this girl, they don't work, then what I suggest doing is find any topic, any, even, even the most boring topic. Uh, and, and, and get the conversation going on any boring topic for 20 minutes. I've had conversations about uh, IT with, with girls for 20 minutes because she was in IT. She was a programmer, a tech girl. And we spoke about a boring topic like programming for 20 minutes before she felt free enough to actually chat with me. And uh, yeah, so that's a big thing that, that, changes, that changes with Russian girls. If you are expecting to pull them home without good seating then, uh, and a good comfort, then yeah. It's very unlikely that's going to happen. So seating is definitely important with them. You're, you can just, you can, you can either, what I've done and what has worked well is either really good seating and then they say, oh, wow, that's interesting. I would want to see that movie one day. And then you just say, oh, I'll watch it later. I'll show you it later when you finish the drink. But also what I've tried is after a few drinks, uh, I feel they're, they're, they're on and I would just take them to my place without, without seating, without telling where we're going. I would just walk with them to my place and we would walk, in, walk into my apartment and it's like a really bold but risky move but I found, I found it pretty effective with Russian girls. What about actual topics of conversation because I find they're a bit more kind of old school woo woo spiritual you can get away with um, talk. They, they love talking about astrology and stuff like that 
they're quite well cultured as well. A lot of them quite well educated. I've, I've come across maybe it was just luck that I you know found maybe more middle class Russians, but um, they seem to like talking a lot about kind of books they like and stuff, stuff of that nature. Did you kind of have they any experience with that? They are smart, but I try to keep it on the <laughs> playful side. But yes, they are smart, and you can actually have good conversations with them. A lot of them are educated. A lot of them, especially the ones traveling, a lot of them actually have money. Like maybe not a lot, but enough to travel, which is you have to be middle class to travel in Russia. You, if you live in a tiny village and, and make average Russian salary, then traveling is going to be pretty hard for you. Uh, so have to take that into account. But uh, they have both the serious and able to have a conversation side and, and also a very, very feminine side. Russian girls are some of the most feminine girls uh, I've met. They will... Once they like you, they will they will be very very feminine and and very nice towards you. And it's important for them that that connection they have with the guy. It's it is important. Uh, the the one thing guys have to understand when a Russian girl says she has a boyfriend, it doesn't mean anything. Right. Why is uh, I most girls that I've slept with who have boyfriends have been Russians. Okay, and do you think they actually had boyfriends, or it's just nonsense? Yes, yeah, I, I've I've had them as regulars. We've been seeing each other for a while, and I know they had boyfriends, and and they were keeping it a secret from their boyfriend. We we were all living, yeah, it's Russians or or Russian girls that are like kind of have Russian heritage, but live in other places, and yeah. but they still have like. Russians, even when, when they live in, in, in Baltics, in Latvia, especially in Latvia, I know, they still, they still have a very Russian culture. The, the celebrations and holidays, they do all the Russian stuff. So they're very similar to actual Russian girls. Is it fair to say that Russians just have a culture of, of cheating a bit, you know, when they I, are married? Uh, I don't know about that, but, but I, I, wouldn't, I would be very careful if I married a Russian girl. Let's put it like that. Yeah, because I have also experience with sleeping with Russian girls and, and they do have a boyfriend back home or they are married. And it just seems to be a culturally, not necessarily acceptable thing, but just it tends to happen. Um, yes. In my experience, a yes. fair bit. Um, and I'm not sure whether that is just, just I guess, l luck of the draw that I happen to have ended up with those type of girls or whether it just seems to be a commonality. But from what you say, it sounds like there's a bit of a trend there as well. There, there is a trend, definitely. But I'm honestly, I, I've only gamed uh, Russian girls, and obviously as well as Ukrainians and and all of that, the Belarusian girls. I've only met them in foreign, in in other countries. I've never been to Russia, so that is my biggest. I wanted to go to Russia last summer. I already had uh, my visa and everything, and and that was like my biggest goal for for the travel, like for traveling, but. Covid started and I couldn't go. They locked everything down. But this well, I, summer I am go I am going to Russia for a month. You will be going, yeah. I will be also joining. I will be going as well. I've got boot camp set up for St. Petersburg, Moscow, and Sochi in July. So if you are free, then it'll be good to join forces for those. I think it'll be a lot yes. of fun. So if guys are listening to this, get in touch. Infertjamestust.com. Send me an email, and you have the potentially the pleasure of joining me and St. Robert together as we charge around um, Moscow, St. Petersburg, and Sochi. Sochi, yeah. for those of you who don't know, is the Russian Ibiza. So imagine like this seaside place during the summer months, June, July, August, is super packed with Russian girls 
fucking hot Russian girls on holiday, getting loose, a lot of fun. I have an English friend who actually lives in Moscow, speaks fluent Russian, but he deliberately, when he went down there, he said he deliberately spoke in a loud English accent to attract attention because he is the only English guy there and Russian women were flocking to him like fucking bees to honey because, again, just basic sexual market economics. You know, they're on tour, they want to meet like a guy who's a bit different and it's like, fuck, this guy's from London, that's cool. Um, so I, I've got a feeling that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but I think it's all going to be good, man. I think you're going to fucking love going to Moscow and St. Petersburg as well. St. Petersburg particularly, really fun city, crazy nightlife. I remember going out there and in every bar they have these fucking massive canisters of uh, NOS, you know, laughing gas, where you just in the corner of the bar, yeah. you just buy like five balloons at once and just get fucked up. It's just fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna be a lot of fucking fun. Um, we digress. So you you were about to talk about sugar babies and in, in, and Russian culture. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So what I've noticed a lot with uh, especially with younger Russian girls, maybe like in the like eighteen to twenty to like mid twenties, early twenties. Um, when you meet them abroad and and you talk about the the sugar sugar babies in Russia and, and that culture, they kind of seem excited about it. And they, they, it seems that they all would want to do that. Like the idea of a foreigner paying for all this stuff on them traveling and being sugar babies is very exciting for them. And a lot of them like that. So what I actually do, I, I used to date shortly a girl that was a, a pretty high level sugar baby. So I would tell them the story about how I used to date the sugar baby who would travel the world and bang all the all the like rich guys and then so I would just, have uh, sex with her. Just to interrupt slightly, um, the guys who are maybe completely clueless, what is a sugar baby? Sugar baby is a girl who bangs old guys for different luxuries like Go, travels to ex, uh, to to tropical locations with with first class flights and designer drugs and partying in the fanciest nightclubs in the world in private rooms or VIP rooms and uh, that's the high end stuff. Obviously, the the love and sugar baby is just bang guys just for a travel to some closer destination. Maybe nothing that fancy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in my experience, meeting a few. A lot of them said they didn't even bang the guys. The guys are just fucking losers, and they just pay them, pay for their yes. education, pay for shit, and they don't even get, they don't even meet them in real life. They're just rich exactly. guys with too much money, too much money and too little sense. Um, yeah, but, they have really yeah. good game. Yeah, as you'd expect, right? Yeah. Uh, so I would tell them stories about how I used to get date a girl like that, and how we just had fun. Well, at the same time, she was like traveling the world with those guys and. Kind of like I'm telling the story to kind of to kind of let her know between the lines that I know how things work and I, I've I've done this before and all the sugar babies view me as the guy to have fun with. So I'm setting up this this uh, I I used to tell this fake story where where I had this chick that uh, like this sugar mummy. I, I tried a fake story like that. It was a fake story. I just tried it for fun to see how they react, and, and they love that. <laughs> that. That way we're on the same team. <laughs> so the story was, what was the story? Exactly? The story was that, like, uh, that, uh, that basically I had this, 
lady who wanted to fuck me for 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 different in exchange for different luxuries and and uh, i played with it like a few times but it's a fake story so i don't like using fake stories so i stopped using it pretty pretty fast <coughs> yeah i think that's a, it's a good point you make which is um at the beginning my game was a lot of fake stories um but you realize after a while it's just not congruent women i think guys underestimate women and they underestimate their ability to see through you know what we do and if there's even a tiny lack of congruence with a story or if she fails maybe even the story is true but if you're telling the story to impress her then women just think it's fucking try hard and they just lose they just lose that attraction that's my experience with it but yeah maybe maybe at the beginning if guys yeah you know we, we talked about this we'll talk about this in another podcast can material versus freestyling it but yeah, maybe there is room at the beginning for a few cool stories, but wherever possible, they should be mainly true, I think, the story. And then you can twist little bits, right, to make it cooler. But gen generally speaking, try and stick as close to the truth as you can, just because then you're not going to fuck it up, I think. Yes, I totally agree with that, especially when you start getting results. So like, drop all the canned material, drop all the fake shit, and just learn to... Game isn't about knowing all the fake stories. Game is about knowing how to. Obviously, you have to make your, your. You have to become more interesting and live an interesting life. Do things you actually want to do in your life and live this interesting lifestyle that you're dreaming about. But the other thing about game is uh, learning to deliver your existing existing value. Like, because whatever you do, I mean, you're probably doing something interesting with your life so you have to learn to deliver that in an interesting way instead of just being a boring guy that's such a key point is building that reality you know a lot of guys i teach to get into this going well i just want to get good at like sleeping with hot girls and then i'll just do interesting shit with my life it's like no you're missing the fucking point most guys they don't just want to bang the girl once whether you know it or not you there's no satisfaction from that you want to see the girl repeatedly and you want to have these cool like little whirlwind romances with these fucking hot women the girl jumps into your reality. She sees your reality, right? Les, the coach I work with, he used a, a great analogy, which is like the men are the islands and the women are the boats and they come up to the island and they stay for a bit. If the island's not up to scratch, they'll move to another island, you know, the boat goes to somewhere else. But if you're living, a, if, you're, if you don't enjoy your day-to-day -day life, if you live a reality that sucks, balls, women are gonna see straight through that and they're not gonna be able to wanna be part of that. So yeah, you might sleep with them once, but fuck, they're not gonna stick around. So you have to build a reality you're actually fucking enjoying, that you're proud of, that's interesting. Because if you're fucking bored by it, they're going to be fucking bored by it as well. So that's a very, very key point. Um, that's, again, a completely different topic we can go into at a different time. But, yeah, game yeah. isn't just a set of little tricks. I, I thought at the beginning it's almost like a few party tricks to get the girl into bed, which it was. But then you realize, actually, the joy in this is keeping around high-value hot women. Fuck, you have to be leading a, a properly interesting lifestyle. You can't just fake that shit. It doesn't work. Um, so you have to be working on yourself constantly, and I think that's why, I, I'm speaking for myself here, but um, I think that's why this stuff is all addictive, because it's all linked into overall self-development, and your game basically works as you fucking realize you have to make the other areas of your life fucking shit hot as well, if you really want to get and keep those fucking hot women. Actually, like 70% of my work is, is day game, but then the other 30 is actually helping guys deal with their kind of figuring out what they want and then actually pursuing it, which is what I used to do before as a life and business coach. I, I, I worked a lot in that and worked with some very interesting companies. So actually, it, it's still a big part of what I do even when I work with day gamers. Yeah. Um, 
what was the uh, anything else to add on the Russian girl topic? I mean, we've kind of gone. I think we've covered the Russian girl. Topic. I, uh, the most important thing, learning-wise, is uh, not the most important. But it's like an important thing to understand that you can learn a game with with girls that are easier to sleep with and that are more receptive to gay day game. Or <laughs> I almost said gay game. Gay game. You can, uh, You're back you, out you in Soho, the mean streets of Soho, where you were staying. I'll tell you what, man, if you're ever feeling like if you have a bad come down from uh, extracurricular substances and you want to be an ego boost and you, uh, yeah, all you've got to do is walk in, walk along on a sunny day in Soho on a Sunday and fuck me, you'll get a lot of cat calls from men, but you'll go, you'll be like, <laughs> oh, life isn't too bad, you know, I get some free validation from there, free validation from here. Oh, hey, handsome, how's it going? And then you, what you do, the walk of fame, strut through there, and then you're back on Oxford Street, you feel like, hey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so the big thing I wanted to say is uh, there, there are two ways you can learn game. You can go to a place where it's easy to learn, like uh, Prague or like some places in Poland, or London is like 50-50, but I, lo- I consider London like the, one of the easy places. Scandinavia, super easy. Um, Finland, so, Helsinki. So, so that's one way you can learn on girls that are receptive to the game, or and then you will meet Russian girls or Serbian girls and or many many other places, and it will be very hard for you. Or you can actually learn in places that are hard to learn. You can learn in Russia, in Ukraine, in in Serbia, and if you learn there, then you can very easily go anywhere else in the world, and it will be extremely. It will seem like it's it's too easy to be true. Because you learn with, in these tough conditions. And that's something I didn't understand, but I learned in, in Latvia with a lot of Russian girls, is that uh, I, I'm very grateful for having the opportunity to learn in a place that maybe wasn't the easiest place in the world. And, and that has given me so much. And, and uh, so that's, that's the big thing. If guys want to learn easy, they should go to easy places. But if they want to learn the hard way, then they should get coaching in some of the hardest places. Oh. But yeah, if you want to learn on your own, then learn in the easy places like London, Poland, Czech Republics. But if you're going to places like Russia or Ukraine or or, or Serbia, then definitely do that with a coach because you'll just get a mental breakdown and a depression because it's, it's just going to be a little bit too tough. Well, so, and, also, uh, and also just going back to that point, I think what's important is just get coaching full stop. I know this is our job and obviously we're going to plug coaching, but... Honestly, like any skill set you want to learn, go to a fucking expert or go to someone who's better than you and then streamline your process, mm-hmm. save, save yourself your most valuable asset, which is time, trade it for money and get this shit down very fast with the right technique rather than mm-hmm. making loads of bad mistakes, wasting loads of time and then going, shit, actually, I should have got a coach. Like it's just a fucking exactly. no-brainer. Absolute no-brainer. So yeah, if you guys are interested in joining me and Sir Robert in Russia in uh, summer this year, June, July, August, around this time, probably July, most likely, then info at jfast.com. Send me an email and then we'll set up a call and you'll see us both out there charging around. And we will probably schedule something (coughs) for Serbia. I'll I'll have time in Serbia for a few guys. So we'll probably schedule coaching in Serbia as well. And Serbia has the hottest girls I've seen in the world. They're just incredible. They're like, they have the Russian faces and and like the, the, the legs and everything and they're tall and so beautiful. But one thing Russian girls don't have is Russian girls don't have tits and asses. 
which is something that the Serbian girls have. They have the Russian faces, but uh, more southern tits and asses. So they're like some of the hottest girls in the world, if not the hottest. Yeah, I think Serbia, when I guys often ask me where are some of the best places, this is ironic because we're talking about Russians here, but just to digress slightly, when some, what are some of the overall best places for day game? And when you weigh up all the factors, Serbia, Belgrade, Novosad, they are up there with, with some of the best places in the world. When you factor in things like weather, so during the summer, spring, summer, autumn, the weather is fucking hot. Logistics, you can get a place off the main day game street, Nesmi Hilova, for like 20 euros a night, like an entire apartment. Logistics and price is good. Cost of living is low. The fluency of English is extremely high. Receptionists of women to foreign men, extremely high. Uh, beauty through the roof. Um, you have all these factors, these myriad factors linked in. It's like one of the best places, uh, one of the best countries overall for, for, for day game and dating. So yeah. That's an interesting view. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's very few downsides to it, apart from the men are very nationalistic. And if you if you post the wrong in field, you get lots of death threats. But apart from that, it's a cool place. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Have we covered the topic? I think we have covered the topic. I believe we have. Um, the final topic we're going to record in this kind of tri series for next week will be um, the, what what was it? The difference between gaming average women and hot girls. Was that? Yes. Yes. The difference between how you should treat average girls versus how you should treat hot girls. What are yeah. the differences? What are the different misconceptions guys have? And uh, yeah. So tune in next week and we will go through that and uh, smash through that and uh, dispel some myths, myths and legends from yeah, gaming, the gaming average girls versus gaming very good girls. Yeah. Nice one. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Well, guys, now you have all the secret ingredients to meeting, uh, seducing and dating beautiful Russian girls. And if you want to take this information and take this to a whole new level, I told you, Serbia is, uh, Serbia is open and I'll be taking two to three students in March and oh, probably two because I'll arrive there mid-March and two to three students in April before I head to Central Europe, so if you want to join us for some adventures there, then send me an email to robert at strobert.blog, that is robert at strobert.blog, or just head over to my website, strobert.blog, and click on Day Game Coaching and fill the form there. And if you're watching this on YouTube and you like this uh, podcast, then give this a thumbs up, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and if you're listening to this on uh, Apple Podcasts, then give this podcast a five-star review, or if this is Spotify, then just follow my podcast. All of these things simply help me to get my content out of more people and help more guys to learn to date the girls they really, really like. With all this being said and all of the Russian things and kinks being explored, thank you for listening, guys, and talk to you next week.